I'd like to say a huge thanks to Absolute Collagen for supporting this episode of Grazia Beauty Life Lessons. Did you know that Absolute Collagen is the most concentrated liquid marine collagen on the market and can help you feel your absolute best every day? People who regularly take the sachets notice an improvement in skin hydration, their hair looks glossier, they have stronger nails, and they feel less tired and fatigued. With feedback like that, what is not to love? Hello and welcome to this episode of Grazia Beauty Life Lessons. I'm Jolie Walker, Grazia's Head of Beauty, and in this podcast, beauty experts, influencers, and celebrities share their five best beauty and well-being tips. From makeup to hair care, skincare to self-care, we get all of the top tips, stellar advice, and inspiring stories too. Subscribe now so you don't miss a thing. So today's guest is Felicity Hayward, self-love queen and author of Does My Butt Look Big In This? A Body Positivity Manifesto. First up, she shares her advice on staying positive. I love my nan. I love uh, pina coladas. You write down all these things that, that bring you joy. And then from that, you can kind of branch off and find things that you could do in your day to make sure you're doing one thing a day that you love. Then gives us her top makeup tips. There's two foundations that I, I really love. And the second is, is the body shot. I recently tried the Fresh Nudes foundation. And reveals how she finds her favorite fragrances. I sort of find my favorite fragrance through candles actually like I love candles so here she is hello and welcome Felicity how are you today hi babes I'm good how are you I'm very good thank you Uh, a huge thank you for coming on the podcast today and I cannot wait to get stuck into all of your best beauty advice and chat through some of your favorite products too Uh, but first things first I wanted to know about your beauty vibe in general so tell me What is your beauty cupboard like? What is your routine like? Do you keep things streamlined or do you just try everything that you can get your hands on? Do you know what, babes? I would love to say I have a really good skincare routine, but I would be lying to you. (laughs) I have been trying to get and maintain like a perfect skin routine for God knows how many years, but I am, I'm chaotic. I'm always on the go. And I think the only time I really had a good routine was in lockdown. That, that's such a huge thing though. Lockdown gave us so much time to do that. And now we're back out in the wild. Literally out in the wild. Um, I'm very lucky that the industry and the job that I'm in, I get sent a lot of products to try, um, which in my opinion is a blessing and a curse <laughs> because I never properly finish something, which is really bad because I've always got all these different things to try. My beauty cupboard in my bathroom is one where my friends and family always come over and steal things from. <laughs> I bet the they thing. absolutely love that. This is the thing, though. Like, working as a as a model and an influencer, I hate that word, but I just have to say it anyway. But you do you do get offered all these different pieces. And the problem is, is a lot of people don't realise that a lot of beauty products do have sell-by dates on, um, which... I didn't know for a long time, you know, I just think, so I, I do give stuff away I, every sort of six months. I do a big, do so I get shoe boxes and I fill them up products and I take them to the local uh, women's charities, which I think is super important. But um, yeah, the, the only organization I'm going to be truthful for you in my beauty uh, cabinet is it's in color coordination. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> that is my absolute dream. <laughs> 
it has to aesthetically look pleasing. I'm so terrible, but I have three. So in my bathroom, I have a mirror that opens, but when you walk in, it doesn't, it just looks like a mirror on the wall and you open it and it's this deep cabinet uh, with uh, two, uh, three shelves on. Yeah, it's it's in it's in color coordination, but also in sort of like it's quite difficult because I've put like oh skincare, uh, fragrance, shampoo, all of this, and trying to do it in color coordination is. Do you think I've got a problem? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not. I was about to say I need every single one of your tips. That is my absolute dream. I need to see a picture. And I also need to get this mirror, whatever mirror you're talking about. Yeah, it, I mean, it's just it's just a, like a secret cupboard, essentially, that just opens up. But I live in a very small apartment in East London. So I have to have as much, you know, secret storage as possible. You know, I, I often, I'm often traveling or going for work, different places. So I'm just sort of grabbing and grabbing my favorite things um, from the shelf. Yeah. <laughs> As you go. No, I'm obsessed with this. And do you apply the same to your wardrobe? Are you very colour coordinated with that? Honestly, babes, if I, you know what, I can't lie to you because my friends are listening. My wardrobe is an absolute mess. It is an absolute mess at the moment. Um, I have storage underneath my bed, um, which I've sort of vacuum packed my winter wardrobe. And then my wardrobe itself, it, it is colour coordinated. But it's a mess. Like it's not like my bathroom cupboard at the moment. It is chaotic. And um, again, I do a summer, like summer and winter uh, clean out. And I take the last time I did 10 10 bags of clothing to the charity. charity 10 bags? Yeah. Do you know what? The thing is, though, like I am a plus size woman and I think anyone listening in who who is curvy can relate to this. Like the fashion industry has only just started to become equal uh, for, for us, and 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 finding pieces of clothing that are like fun and trend based, sequin dresses and 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 things that are um, people don't deem to be flattering that our smaller peers have. We now have, so I, you just become obsessed with buying things um, because it's now available. So I'm currently looking at. <laughs> On my staircase, there is a, um, a a fuchsia pink jacket with uh, fluffy pink sleeves. There is like a gold leather trench coat from Marina Rinaldi, a sequin, <laughs> pink sequin jacket. Like it's just. Can I just say that that sounds absolutely fabulous. Do you want to see? I, I'll yes. show you. I know people listening can't see, but can you, can you see them on the rack? Oh my God. Yes. Yeah, this is what you need. A bit of brightness and color and um feel good dressing right I, I was kind of worried that we were recording video on this when we first got on. I was like babe like, my flat is just chaotic there's stuff <laughs> everywhere but luckily you guys can only listen so you don't know you don't know the state of the of my apartment right now and you've also spoken about that kind of feel good joyful dressing I think in yeah. your new book so which is a body positive manifesto can you tell us a little bit more about it must it have been an amazing feeling seeing it on the shelves for the first time oh my god it was do you know what it's I've been doing this for uh, over a decade now which is really crazy to think about and um the book itself is called does my butt look big in this and it's a story of well it's my journey into the industry how I got scouted how back in 2011 plus size modeling um it just it didn't exist in the UK we had 
older women who were essentially doing the more sort of good morning TV shows or the shopping channels, but there was no young women in the industry. So the book itself is just talking about um, my journey, but also like things that have happened in the fashion industry that I've seen firsthand that people don't want to talk about and things that are important and and essentially a journey of self-love whilst being catapulted into an industry that didn't accept my body at the time. And yeah, I, I wrote the book during lockdown, actually. Which, oh, did you? Yeah, it was it was something that was in the pipeline for a while, but it, it's uh, anyone that's written a book or works in that industry, it does take a long time to get published. So um, I wrote the majority of the book in lockdown. I actually wrote it in two weeks. Two <laughs> weeks? That's incredible. I guess in but, lockdown, though, that's like the ultimate time to have space to gather your thoughts, to gather all of these ideas yeah. and just get them down. But do you know paper. what? It sort of it, it took two weeks, but but really all of the things that I wrote about are were already online or, or in my brain or sort of uh, things I've spoken about in the last decade. So it was difficult to write and put it into into paragraphs, and it was you know it was quite an emotional experience and brought up a lot of things. But it was it was so worth it, and um, you know it's it's crazy to think that back you know in the early 2010s is that how you say it 2010s so is that right um you know plus size plus size women were were not seen in beauty campaigns it was not mm. a thing and one thing I always say which I think is quite is quite funny is like let, let's just say for example uh the body shop right the body shop make body butters we all love them I love them my mum never let me use hers when I was younger. She was like, this is the exclusive thing. You know, you never touch my body butter. And now I've got body butters all in my house and she's trying to take them out of my color coordinated cabinet. And I'm like, no, you had your You're like, you're not place. having these. You can no, have this stuff. You're not getting your hands on my body butter. You remember when you wouldn't let me have them? Wow. Um, this is payback. This is payback, mum. But um, I always say that it was so strange that, plus size people were not used within beauty campaigns number one obviously it's so important to have representation um you know is the is the, the biggest part of this but secondly me as a consumer if I'm going to buy body butter in my size 20 body and my best friend who is a size 10 is also buying the same product babes like I'm going to be using more than her I'm going to need a new one quicker right? It's just simple facts. There's nothing about it. We're not going on, a, oh, she's bigger and, and, and trying to give all these like negative connotations. Like the simple fact is larger people will use more product because we have bigger bodies. So honestly, why are you not showing and representing us back in the day? Like it seems like such a simple thing, but so obvious, right? <laughs> so, but also, do you feel like the beauty industry has got with that do you feel like it's got a long way to go I say this like sort of in line with the fashion industry I think that we're in a we're in a good place now I feel like within the beauty industry you know people are using um, models with acne stretch marks cellulite um, you know different skin conditions like it's becoming like more of a of an of a norm which it should be but I am still embarrassed that it's taken, you know, at least long, a, a decade yeah. to get there. So 
I'm I'm sort of in the middle here. I'm like I'm really proud that the industry is now showing these, but why is it taking so long? Yeah. And one of the things I remember at the start of my career, there is a very um, well-known um, women's razor brand who I was up for a campaign with. Um, this was before influencers were a thing. You had models and bloggers, so I was I was on the model side. And a brief came through for a job for this company and it came through. And on the notes, it said, no models or cellulite. And no <laughs> way. So this must have been 2014, I reckon, around 2014 that time. 2014 for a beauty brand. And I'm all about the, the beauty industry is there to make us feel good about ourselves. Mm. And for it not to feel inclusive just blows my mind when the... Everything is there, hopefully, to make us feel good about ourselves and for us to enjoy, enjoy the yeah. beauty industry and express ourselves with makeup, hair, all of these other things. So it's shocking. And the same brand now is being like super inclusive and like, you know, they've got women on their adverts now, like dancing and like squidging their bellies and like showing off their like beautiful bodies. I can't help but feel a bit bitter about it, though. I'm like, oh, yeah, I remember when I was up for that job and you said no cellular. And I was like, poof, I'm out. And also, just to say, 90% of women have cellulite, no matter what size you are. So, yeah, it's, it, it's, I mean, I can't be bitter about it. I'm glad that we got to a place where people are understanding this is how it should be. But it, it wasn't that long ago. I'm just saying it wasn't that long ago. Mm. That it, was, it was very different. And like you say, as recently as 2014, but hopefully now that we're making, you know, yeah. that industry is making progress. Yeah, I just, I guess as well as like, I say this about the fashion industry, like the, the plus size fashion industry is worth something like seven billion pounds. Like, don't quote me because I think I'm, that might not be the exact amount, but it's in that ballpark. And it's growing every single year. And... I find it so strange when companies don't want to cater to people when it is literally worth billions of pounds. Like most of these companies, like why do people, why do people create companies? You know, the ultimate goal is to make money. To make money, yeah. To be successful, to make money. So the fact that some companies will not make um, bigger clothing, bigger sizes, and they're literally turning around and sticking middle finger up to billions of pounds I find quite what why why is that is because uh, we're still so fixated on you know the high-end fashion houses um and their ideal of beauty are we still listening to these people are we still listening to the fact that that they are in control and and they get to choose who is on the cool list like what is it I, it's, it's it's just very baffling to me I understand if a brand wants to only cater to a certain age group, but then again, I don't really, I don't really understand that either. I just, yeah, I find it. Do you know, it's people just not knowing or being blind to, to people and to their customers and to yeah. the variety of customers. And like you say, it's actually just terrible business. Yeah, terrible business. Like, are you dumb? Yes, you are. <laughs> <laughs> oh. um. Well, Felicity, that kind of segues. Let's get stuck into your best pieces of advice. And let's start with self-care, which is something you champion so much. What is your best piece of self-care advice? Taking time off. And, and what I mean by that is like, 
everyone's like, oh, you know, your favorite beauty products, which I do have. But ultimately, you know, it's taking taking time for yourself, which is very difficult in this current climate. You know, everyone is having to work so much um, and not having any time for yourself. But it's, you know what, what I do is um, to practice self-care. And I I can't really sit here now and say to you, you should do these five things to practice self-care because my life is very different to someone Mm. else's. And, you know, I could say, right, take Sundays off, you know, have a bath, do all of these things. But like someone might not have a bath. I actually don't have a bath. I only have a walk-in shower. So that doesn't even work for me. Um, What I say is get a piece of paper, get a journal, notebook, whatever, and write down everything that brings you joy. So, and it doesn't have to be complicated. It could be, um, you know, an iced coffee. It could be um, a certain fruit. It could be um, a certain song. Um, it could be taking your dog out for a walk. It could be um, an item of clothing. It could be a TV show. Um, it literally can be anything that you know that makes you happy. A ripe avocado. <laughs> oh, I mean, I am very much here for an avocado that is too hard. But anyway, I don't but, you know, anything that brings you joy. So for, for me, myself, like I really love crystals. My house is covered in crystals. Um, you know, I love uh, going to the park with my dog. Um, I love Rod Stewart. I seem to manage to get his name in every single interview podcast because <laughs> I adore that man. Um, and equally, I love leopard print because of that. I love my nan. Um, I love uh, pina coladas. So you sort of, you write down all these things that, that bring you joy. And then from that, you can kind of um, branch off and find things that you could do in your day to make sure you're doing one thing a day that that you love. So for example, you could have someone that works like really crazy hours and then they don't feel like they have any time for themselves. You have people with children um, and families to look after. On that list, say you've said a certain song that, you know, that gives you that nostalgia and mm. brings you joy. You might not have time to to listen to that song every day if you're like, you know, traveling of no signal, blah, 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 blah. But there's things that you can do. So like you could make that song your alarm for your, for in the morning. So you you wake up in the morning to that thing that gives you those endorphins that 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 special that happiness and even if that happiness is only for a couple of minutes it's self care to me is about finding those little pockets of joy throughout your day that can just really lift your mood um, so that was a sort of a long ramble but essentially write down everything that brings you joy and and just try to sort of tick off one of those things you know a day. Um, that's that's my ultimate self-care it's not just running a bubble bath turning your phone off it's it's different things for different people I absolutely love that piece of advice honestly I am going to do that today 100 percent yeah I've never actually thought to do that before and like you say it can be a simple thing a song whatever it is and just integrating those little bits of joy throughout a day yeah I imagine is is such a booster and also reminds us what is important to us or what does bring us yeah. joy because we can get so wrapped up in the day-to-day and it's especially now that we're out of lockdown mm. like it sounds like for you lockdown give you gave you space to write your book and to have that space to do it in two weeks which is amazing and now we are out of that 
And as I said, back into the wild. It only took two weeks because I'm an absolute lunatic. Like I didn't sleep. <laughs> like don't, no, no one take my advice if you're writing a book to do it in two weeks. I am just a uh, obsessive um, uh, fanatic. And I just was like on, on some sort of crazy role. Um, and, and all the caffeine. Until, uh, the caffeine and, and sort of writing until, um, you know, <laughs> a certain fast food restaurant opened for breakfast in the morning and then getting that delivered and then just carrying on like that's not normal behavior I would not don't, do not take that as a piece of advice from me little pockets of joy like for example um uh yesterday was the new moon in Leo um I don't know how much if you're into star signs or if you're into like astrology or anything like that but for me one of the things is that I love the moon cycle and I love to like twice a month so on a on a full moon, you write down all of the things that you no one no longer want in your life that you want to get rid of. And on a new moon, which is like two weeks later, you write all the things that you want to happen in your life. And and last night was a new moon in Leo. Um, and I wrote a letter to my best friend and it said, uh, Dear Georgina, uh, I'm so happy because x y and z has now happened to me I've this has happened to me I'm now working on this and I'm now doing this I feel much better in myself you know and I wrote this letter to my friend I'm not giving it to her but it was my way of manifesting everything that's going to happen in the next six months so I've, I've written that letter and I've, I've put it in an envelope and I've put it in my drawer and then in she's done the same and then in six months time, we're going to read them to each other and see what things, you know, have manifested and, and come into, hopefully come into our lives. I love that. Actually, yeah. our friends do it around Christmas time and then we look at the letters or you can send yourself the letter and it will come in six months and you can Amazing. see. Self-care is actually can just be very, very simple. We don't have to overcomplicate it. And sometimes I think like writing stuff down and leaving it for a few months you know that's a sort of similar thing with vision boards which maybe is that what you do at the end of the year it's sort of the similar I think end of the year is a good time to do it as well because it's like new beginnings and whatever but also like you know around your birthday like that's again for, for, for you personally it's a new year and how do you track the moon do you use an app for that or um you can use an app like there's like different astrology apps like CoStar um which I love but um Really, you can just Google and see when the new moon is and when the full moon is. Like, um, Pop it in your diary. It's usually all online anyway. Like, There's loads mm. of us that love astrology and stuff, so the chances are, even if you don't like it, it's probably going to come up on your feed. You're going to um, find it. <laughs> <laughs> or you're going to feel it, maybe. Yeah. I feel loco around the full moon. Full, full moon loco. <laughs> okay, brilliant. Let's go on to your second piece of advice then, and let's talk about makeup. What is your best piece of makeup advice? Oh, um, with makeup, make sure you take it off at night time. <laughs> very, very good piece oh, of advice you know that what? we need to remember to do. Honestly, can I tell you, when I was younger and when I first started modeling, and I'd get my makeup done by these like incredible makeup artists. Like I'm embarrassed to say I used to hairspray my face sometimes and like try and keep it for the next day. Do not do for that. the next day. That is brilliant. I have had a hair spread my face when I was a teenager, but not for the next day. No, yeah. I've definitely done it for the next day. It's quite embarrassing. Um, this was a long time ago, guys. I would never do that now because, wow, my skin is telling me off. But um, 
yeah no when I do like big campaigns and stuff I remember just being like oh obviously you'd wear it out for the night and I would somehow sometimes think oh if I wake up in the morning it's still going to be there it's never there and your pillow is not all over your pillow and your face is dry (laughs) and you've got to do washing um I think sort of makeup advice really would just be to sort of uh listen to your skin and and um I for years and years I used very heavy makeup um sort of stage makeup because I thought I needed such a full coverage um but in fact you don't your skin your skin needs to breathe and um I wish I hadn't used so much um heavy foundation um and powder and your face doesn't have to look that porcelain actually you know um your everything about you makes you beautiful and unique and um you don't have to hide any of your features um I just wish I hadn't used so much makeup when I was younger and what would you say kind of like your go-to now is with applying a base are you quite just something lightweight for a day-to-day yeah so um I I have really dry skin probably because I've uh, used so much makeup in the past I've got it here. The Bobbi Brown Vitamin Enriched Face Base. It smells amazing. Oh my amazing. God, so good. So good. Like I use it every single day and it's almost like, it just sort of, you know, smooths my skin out and it just, the makeup just sits perfectly on it. And then there's two foundations that I, I really love. The first one's from It Cosmetics. Um, I just feel like it's such a, a, a light, but has like really great coverage. And the second is, is the Body Shop. Um, I recently tried the Fresh Nudes foundation. Um, and personally, I don't feel like I would ever really go to the body shop for makeup. You know, they have it and it, it, they have a great collection. But um, I'm now using the It Cosmetics more for like sort of autumn, winter, because it's, mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a bit thicker. And the Fresh Nudes, it's like, it's really glowy and it's really light, um, but it's still, you can still see your real skin. Mm-hmm. That sounds um, like the perfect summer foundation. Yeah, so I've been using that this sort of uh, for the last few months, and um, yeah, I really like it. So you're kind of foolproof base products that you kind of rely on. I like that you have a foundation for winter and summer. I like well, I just idea. feel like as well, guys. You know, this heat wave has just been has been a madness, and you're sweaty babes I suppose <laughs> let's I, be I, honest guys let's, let's be honest with you I don't really want to be wearing a foundation that you can see is falling off your face I prefer to be wearing something that's like kind of glowy and you know for sweating it's still there and it still looks good and I think that's the that is the fresh nude and that's the like yeah. lightweight layers as well like yeah. you are wearing a lot of layers the chances of that slip and sliding <laughs> <laughs> very high it's true though yeah yeah so I would say that one and we will be right back after this little aside on our series partner Absolute Collagen with tons of benefit it is no wonder thousands of people swear by this award-winning liquid formula did you know that our natural collagen bank starts to decline from about the age of 25 which can lead to hair thinning and more prominent fine lines Absolute Collagen offers a natural way to boost your own body's production of collagen, helping to support and maintain you from top to toe, including skin hydration, glossier hair, and stronger nails. 
all the ways you can take it, liquid collagen is known as the best way for our bodies to absorb collagen. We can absorb an amazing 90 to 95% of each sachet, which is far superior to collagen pills and is 100% natural. Just another reason why it's such a popular addition to so many people's beauty regimes. Okay, number three, let's talk about hair care. What is your best piece of hair care advice? My best piece of hair care advice is uh, <laughs> do not dye your own hair. <laughs> I I'm feel like there's this. a story behind this from the laugh. Tell me what has happened. When for I was this four- to be your best piece of advice. Yeah, when I was 14, um, everyone was sort of dressing uh, in like, like Burberry and Adidas and like we used to call them townies but I guess sort of like really quite chavvy like I don't know that sort of like sports sportswear uh, athleisure with like a little bit of like designer or like designer from the market and I was dressing like I had walked out of uh, a 1980s music video and I was the dream with Rod Stewart yeah I, I mean I was literally the only one doing it my hometown. <laughs> I found it very difficult to buy clothes in the high street. And because of my size and looking back on it, I wasn't actually that, that uh, I don't want to say big, but, you know, uh, larger than uh, than my peers. But the, the high street just didn't uh, cater to my sizes. So I spent a lot of time in charity shops with my nan and would be finding the most incredible, like outrageous pieces. And sort of um, when you think about it, I was this was in like you know in the early 2000s um when you look in charity shops it's always about 20 years before that's sort of when like the you know so when I was there it was all like 1980s clothes and nobody wanted them except for me so I was buying all these clothes and I was dressing like just sort of uh, sequin polyester big hair and I became obsessed with Rod Stewart kind of as a bit of a joke because my dad really is like his number one fan and I started buying Roger Stewart records to sort of wind my dad up, but ended up thinking, oh my God, he's got some absolute tunes. <laughs> and I just loved his whole aesthetic. You know, his sort of 70s mullet, bright colour shirts, like the leopard print, like leggings. And I cut my hair into a mullet. <laughs> DIY? <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> and started wearing leopard print and was like oh no I don't want brown hair anymore shocker my hair is not naturally blonde um and I did a sort of a box dye job I started off with I don't know if any of you remember this the um hair mascaras yes remember them well (laughs) um so there was this sort of like there was a blonde hair mascara and now thinking about it I don't know if it was just had like some sort of like chalky like blonde texture in it or it had bleach in it I don't know but like I remember yeah to work on darker hair I wonder it must have had to pick to stand out it must have had some sort of like chalky yellow paste in it or something or it had bleach in it I don't reckon it had bleach in it but I was always using these mascaras and I just got to the point where I was like this isn't the blonde I want so I just did a bleach job and my mum went mental like I ruined my hair I had no idea what I was doing. And my auntie and uncle have their own hairdressers in my hometown. So I got sent there. They sort of stripped my hair, sorted it out and and dyed it blonde. I love that you had access to this down the road. But you're like, no, I'm going to do this over the bathtub. 
no one was going to let me that's why right, so I was I like see. I want to take achieve. matters into your own hands <laughs> I need to achieve this wadstra aesthetic so anyway dyed my hair blonde I was then then and now I'm a blonde ever since but yeah my one piece of advice is to um well, I've got a few pieces of advice. Never box dye your hair on your own. Number two, if you have dyed hair, or even if you don't have dyed hair, a silk pillowcase is literally mm. a lifesaver. Um, obviously, I cut my hair into a mullet and I was backcombing it at the, at the crown. And like it's still damaged, you know, 20 years later. Uh, it's, it's, you know, it's still at the root. It's, it's really, it's, it's, it's got better. But um, if I'd have known about having a silk pillowcase, because you think about it, like um, I'm not just talking about where your hair gets ruffled during a uh, uh, an active uh, situation you might have in your bedroom. <laughs> um, <laughs> but you've got to think about it like as well, like every single night you're moving on your pillow, you mm. are pushing against your uh, hair. Um, I've tried to use sort of like silk scarves and stuff, but they always fall off. Like mm. I, I'm always too much of a wriggler. Um, so yeah, a silk pillowcase is, is, uh, is, you know, the other piece of advice I'd definitely say about your hair. Yeah. Good piece of advice. I'm with you on that for sure. I also really want to know what your favorite Rod Stewart song is. Young Turks is my favorite Rod Stewart song. That would um, be on your pocket of joy list. It definitely would. It definitely would. I mean, I, I have other songs that, you know, they're all different meanings, but I think, ultimately yeah it's like young hearts be free tonight yeah yeah I would say that's the one that gives me the most joy yeah and that's what text. you want right pockets yeah. of joy pockets of joy um let's move on to your fourth piece of advice then and you want to talk about fragrance what is your best piece of fragrance advice do you know what a lot of the times I sort of find my favorite fragrance uh, through candles, actually, like mm. I love candles. Um, you know, I try out loads of different candles. And I'm like, oh, that scent is really nice, and then I look for that scent in perfume. I feel like I've uh, I've changed my scent since I was younger, and I'm now in sort of like more like smoky, earthy. Um, I love Palo Santo. Um, my favorite perfume at the moment is Tonka Twenty Five from the Labo. Oh, so good. So nice. I think you just got with with like fragrance advice. I think you just need to listen to your body. Like your scent is like obviously such a strong part of who you are. And I don't know. I, I don't know if I can give advice for fragrance. You just know personally if that one is for you. Essential oils. I adore essential oils I make fragrance sprays for my house oh tell me about that so what do you do you get the essential oils so uh I would say during lockdown during the beginning of lockdown when we were all like suddenly turned clean freaks even more so than you potentially could be already I would make my own uh oil sprays because I I sort of hated the uh the sort of antibacterial scent of all mm. this over very plasticky um so I, when, I, when I tell you about this one, it's called Thieves Oil. Thieves, thieves Oil. Thieves Oil. Oh. It comes from a sort of a myth that this oil, this blend, was used in the, in the plague, uh, the buponic plague in like the 1700s. These people would use these blend of oils 
when they were going to rob the dead. Wait, hold, this has taken a whole unexpected <laughs> turn I thought it was going to go. <laughs> this, this thieves' oil pen is when the plague was happening um, in the 1700s and people would go and rob uh, people that had died from the plague and they'd go into their houses and rob their things, but they would use this mix of, um, of oils to stop uh, them uh, getting ill, get, getting the plague, um, and they would wrap it in cotton and put it around them and on their pulse points. Um, ah. and I generally just love the scent of it. I wasn't trying to get, I wasn't going on the run. I wasn't going to rob anyone, just FYI. Um, but I just thought it was quite a nice, um, the, the blend itself smelled something that I'd never smelled before. So it's, um, lemon, rosemary, clove, eucalyptus and cinnamon. Mm, sounds amazing. It, it, honestly, it's such a beautiful sort of like, it's fresh, but it's like the cinnamon is sweet, but then the clove brings it this sort of like bitterness to it. I genuinely just thought it was the most like wonderful smell. Um, and I sort of, this myth behind it sort of created this sort of um, interesting story that apparently these, these, uh, these oils have created this sort of like antibacterial use i don't know if it's actually true uh, you can you can look it up yourself um but i was just making these sprays anyway because i just i love loved the smell of them um and it's actually so easy to make your own antibacterial sprays at home anyway and you, you can use vodka as well so look, the chances are you when um all the supplies were out the, the chances are if you're into essential oils and you, you like drinking chances are that's you, a perfect you, combo you could just be making all this stuff at home yourself you know there's so many things that we can make at home with fragrance that, that we're not even aware of um you know there is you know different carrier oils so you can get um you can use uh what oils would you have at home like olive oil like you know chances are you have olive oil at home you can use olive oil as the base. You can put like different essential oils in. You can put it into a roller, oil roller that you can put on your, t- like on your palms. Or on the go. On your wrist, on the go. You know, if you want to get a little bottle and, you know, put like, like a mandarin and like a mint and a lemon essential oils in some water and a spray, put it in your fridge. You've then got like a face spray. Like all these oh, things. It's like, like these DIY hacks. Babes, it's great. Like honestly, essential oils. Like if you don't have the money to be going and spending, you know, a hundred pounds on Lalabo. I love Lalabo, but it was a Christmas present, you know. Um, it's so easy to create your own fragrances yourself. Just buy a scent, like really, really good essential oils. And I went to an essential oils farm. And there are so many essential oils that, that are so, like... I have really bad dry skin on my scalp from bleaching. And I didn't know that rosemary is really, really good for that. And they were selling these sort of, you know, rosemary sprays just with like water and stuff in that you just put on your scalp. I've seen a few people say this about rosemary recently on Instagram. I mean, you do smell, your head does smell like a really delicious roast potato. (laughs) I mean, what's not to love? (laughs) If you get a smell of any food, I would take a delicious roast potato. Hot potato head. Perfect. And let's talk about your fifth piece of advice and talk about body care. What is your best piece of body care advice? Do not spend all of your money on oils to get rid of stretch marks. Because that's what I did when I was younger. When I first went on my stretch marks, there was no representation um, for women with stretch marks online. You know, my mum, I don't know how, didn't seem to get any stretch marks when she gave birth. 
so I, I couldn't I didn't see it on anybody and everyone else you know the only time I potentially see it would be on a gossip magazine where some you know celebrity had gone on holiday and and, and they'd been secretly photographed and shown in a apparently a bad light I'd, I'd never seen stretch marks on anyone not like it is now so I thought I'd ruined my body by simply growing and I remember I was just you know just started uh, university and I was spending all my weekly money on bio oil thinking that they were going to change it was going to change my body and that it was going to go back back to in brackets normal when my body was perfectly normal as it was by having stretch marks I think um my biggest so body care advice would be like embrace uh embrace your differences embrace how you are going to change um you don't need to fix yourself so many products are used uh and sold in order to um prey on our insecurities you know buy buy products and use products that make you feel good about yourself and enhance yourself in a good way not products that are going to try and change yourself and uh, you know i i have uh, dry skin so i use moisturizing products because i want to moisture and have a uh, have sort of uh, glowy skin but that's there's a bit different between between that and you know using products to try and get rid of cellulite and stretch marks where things are totally natural but like you say people preying on your insecurities we have the power as consumers to not buy into those brands and to mm. buy into the brands that make us feel good. And I think that's why it's so important when you see representation in campaigns and online and in magazines to support those companies. Mm, definitely. You know, and not just uh, buy everything the Kardashians sell. Solid piece of advice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a whole other podcast episode, I think. But, um, you know, I I use products from brands I know truly believe representation and 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 body care as a positive not as a negative I think that's that's it really you know um yeah absolutely and a brilliant brilliant piece of advice to end on buy products that make you feel good yeah not products that make you want to change yourself just changing things a little light-hearted note that we uh finish on is our biggest beauty blunder now we've talked about the rod stewart <laughs> um, era which to be honest sounds fabulous to me um have you had any like funny beauty blunders uh in your time i am naturally light brown but i've always had jet black eyebrows because they came from my dad like he has these sort of wiry really thick black eyebrows and I've inherited them so um, <laughs> uh, I was doing my first ever beauty campaign for MAC Cosmetics and this was 2012 2013 it was the biggest job of my career at the time and I was just ecstatic to be working with them and Val Garland was doing the makeup she bleached my eyebrows it was I mean I looked weird. I looked like this sort of like blonde gaga alien. And it was amazing. And um, she said to me after the shoot, she was like, would you like to dye them back? And I was like, no, I'm going out tonight with Amanda Lepore and we've got a night of disco dancing on the town. Um, so she was like, fine. I went home, 
I colored them in pink and went out for the night. And I didn't realize how quickly your eyebrows were going to grow back <laughs> with roots. And I remember getting home and just having this sort of like salt and pepper like eyebrows and having to get them dyed back. But I don't know if it's from then. But ever since, and this is, we are talking a decade later, my eyebrows are growing back with blonde roots. And, and I don't know if it's from that moment. I don't know what's going on. Every time I go to set, someone's like, you obviously dye your eyebrows black because they have blonde, got blonde roots. And I'm going to have to send you a picture or something. But like I have black eyebrows. And now I, again, I've just got random blonde eyebrows coming through. Like I, I'm like, what is going on? Um, I wish it would do it on my scalp because it would save it's me a lot of It's the balayage brow. Oh. I have balayage brows unintentionally. There you go, that's the new trend, summer, summer trend. So don't dye your eyebrows because somehow 10 years later, they are still, they're still acting up. So you're against the bleach. <gasps> oh, I just don't know what, I just don't know what's going on with them. I don't no mind. Bleach, no bleaching your hair over the bathtub. No bleaching. <laughs> it's all about bleach, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, the bleach. It's usually about brows or bleach, Yeah, I have to say, and I've had many of the same. Um, but thank you so much Felicity for joining this episode sharing all of your amazing advice and thank you to everyone for listening thank you for being with us on this episode of Grazia Beauty Life Lessons if you've enjoyed listening please tell your friends about us and as ever with podcasts please subscribe and give us a rating it all really helps to spread the word see you next time And thanks again to Absolute Collagen for supporting this episode of Grazia Beauty Life Lessons. As the original collagen specialist, thousands of people swear by their formulas for daily skin, hair, and nail health, as well as increasing energy levels in a natural way. Head to absolutecollagen.com to discover more, try it for yourself, and become an absoluter.